If you're a big fan of the social media network video sharing site TikTok, then by now you probably think you're in a simulation. But let me ask you this: If this was a simulation, couldn't I just wish my debt away and it would disappear? Welcome to the Midday Show, hosted by J.R. Bjornson, a stand-up comedian, YouTuber, father of five glorious kids. He might be a little blind, but he likes to make you smile. His goal is to help you alleviate some of the daily stress. When you invest time in his podcast, you'll be feeling a little happier. New episodes Monday to Friday, released usually by 9 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Broadcasting from Central Alberta, Canada. Please welcome... J.R. Bjornsson. Hey, hey, hey! What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to The Midday Show, hosted by J.R. Bjornsson. I am your host, J.R. Bjornsson, and I just had some delicious McDonald's coffee, so I am good to go, ready to roll, and uh, let's just uh, cue the heart palpitations, am I right? Yeah! All right. <laughs> okay, no more. I love that. Uh, I love that applause button. It makes me feel like a man. It's like if no one's laughing at my jokes, I can just press that button. Makes all my problems go away. Honestly, though, I love stand-up comedy, and I'm so happy to announce that uh, we will be going back to shows at some point, probably in uh, July or August. We'll have to wait and see. I'm still waiting on some confirmations, and it's one of those moments where, as a stand-up comedian and uh, someone who also does podcasts, I am so excited. Because now that we have the midday show with J.R. Bjarnson, I can bring you guys along for some of my actual shows. So I'm thinking it's going to allow me to come up with better material, better jokes, because I will want to share with you some of those jokes before every podcast. You know, before the intro, basically. So guess what I did? Yesterday, it was the weekend, right? It was Sunday. We watched Back to the Future Part and it was really, really good. Love the movie. And I don't know about you guys, but they really enjoyed using the B word, which I will not say because this show's open to all ages. Anyway, if you ever want to get severely intoxicated, might I recommend having a shot of your favorite alcoholic beverage? Watch Back to the Future 1, 2, and 3, and whenever they say the B word, which we all know what that is, right? The definition itself is a female dog. Uh, when they say it, I recommend taking a shot and just see how hammered and inebriated you'll go. In fact, uh, if you ever use the drink White Claw, I think a shot is all you need. Tried out some White Claws a few weeks ago. I had seven, and needless to say, I was uh, drunk and on cloud nine, guys. I was so hungover. It was one of those times where you ever get so intoxicated, so wasted, that the next day you're so hungover and you have to literally ask yourself, I don't know, will I ever, will I ever drink again or will I just, no, I, I don't know. Anyway, I was watching Back to the Future 2. Great movie. This is actually one of the first movies that my kids are getting into, my 7-year-old and my 10-year-old anyway. They see me watching the movie. It's about 8 o'clock at night. So they joined me and loved it too. My seven-year-old has the memory of an elephant. He will tell you everything you've said two years ago, three years ago. He's an amazing kid. So this type of movie really just, he loved it because 
as long as the creators did a good job remembering what they did in the last movie, he wouldn't correct them, but he never had to correct them. So obviously he did a great job. So Back to the Future 2, great movie, highly recommend it. I've been renting the movies on uh, YouTube. So if you didn't know this, you can actually rent and watch movies on YouTube here in Canada. So that's how I've been doing it. It's supposed to be on Netflix, Back to the Future 1, 2, and 3, but they're not on my Netflix. So I had to actually rent it. So that's cool that I'm, that money is still making, a, that movie rather, is still making a little bit of money from people like me who are a little late to the party. 30 years old, and I just watched Back to the Future uh, two. So next week, I'll be watching Back to the Future 3. So that should be wonderfully exciting. All right. So how is everybody doing? I am doing good myself. There's nothing extreme going on in the news. Extremely positive, that is. A lot of uh, intense stuff coming out of uh, British Columbia. Uh, I don't even know if I can touch on this subject myself because I I just don't know how to explain it other than uh, NBC. Uh, I can't remember where. I don't have the story in front of me, but uh, they did some type of laser scan over a residential school building, and they amassed 200, uh, not amassed, but they found 215 graves, unmarked graves, and if you don't know the residential school situation in Canada, from around uh, the 18th century to the 19th century, uh, they would come and take Aboriginal children away from their homes. And this would be the, the priests, the nuns, and the Canadian government was working with them. And it was to eradicate Aboriginals, uh, Indians, if you really want to take it to that extreme. So on Friday... This story came out, and I wasn't sure how to talk about it because it does hit a little close to home for me, and normally this is a very, very positive show, and uh, I just, when I heard about it, I wasn't sure how to talk about it, so I, I will probably do some more research for you, and I'll have a better story. Uh, the reason why it affects me is because my grandfather, he was uh, taken away when he was just six years old and uh, tortured and various things were done to him, inappropriate things. And when he was 12 years old, he actually ran away from the residential school and uh, he's a survivor. Unfortunately, he is not with us anymore. He passed away about uh, 10 years ago or so due to testicular cancer. And uh, I, think, I think it was testicular cancer anyway. And uh, his wife would soon pass away as well, two to three years later due to lung cancer. So it's uh, one of those interesting stories. Uh, I recommend you Google search Residential Schools Canada to get all the information, all the atrocities that were done. And uh, needless to say, my soul, spirit, it hurts today. And uh, it's, I hope it's going to bring more education and more people uh, will talk about the atrocities caused by our government. And uh, even though they have apologized many times, it's just, I'm sorry, we'll never fix the justification of trying to eradicate Aboriginals and uh, just so awful, so, so awful. And it's, it, is a, it is a positive show, but I thought I would take a second to talk about that and do your Google search and uh, look it up for yourself and you'll be horrifically amazed that this actually happened here in Canada. And I, I think the Australian government... Uh, actually did something similar as well. 
And I'm not sure if the Canadian government learned from the Australian government or if it was vice versa. But uh, it, it's a reminder that uh, as positive as we try to be in this world, there is just awful, scary atrocities done. And I actually reported on the Aboriginal, I'm sorry, I reported on the residential schools back a few years ago. Oh my goodness, that had to be eight or nine years ago now. I went to Edmonton and there was a reconciliation uh, mission going on there and I was able to report on it, talk about it. I was able to actually talk to people who went to residential schools and uh, it, it opened up my heart and it was just just sad, sad, sad stuff. But we should never, ever forget and I'm so happy that they are educating our kids about the atrocities that were done because if we don't educate the mistakes of the past, they will continue to be made and you know they say history repeats itself. So as long as we keep the education coming, I think uh, hopefully anyway, this will never ever happen again. Well, we are approaching the nine o'clock, no, the nine o'clock, the nine minute portion. So that means I got to make like a Tom and Cruise, guys. I hope you enjoyed this edition of the podcast. And again, I had to bring that up because it was just weighing on my mind. I had a great hour and a half conversation with my mom and she told me all about what uh, she had experienced as uh, she was in residential school for five years or so, I believe. And it was just one of those eye-opening experiences you never thought would affect you. But as someone who is Aboriginal myself, I uh, it explains sometimes the things I feel and uh, it's it's in your DNA. And thanks to the education, everyone knows. And it's just, yeah. It's, hopefully you enjoyed the podcast. And sometimes we can't keep it all positive. I do look forward to watching Back to the Future 3 this Sunday. So if you want to catch up with me, I recommend you watch Back to the Future 1 and 2. One was released in 1985. The second one, 1984. And the third one, 1990, I believe. All right, guys, I'm done. As always, this episode is brought to you by Life. Life, the only thing that can get you down and help you back up. Life. Go live your best one. This is The Midday Show, and it's hosted by yours truly, J.R.B. Aronson.